This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie. I am your host, and I am honored once again by your wise decision, up oh, there's a camera, your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. The Brilliance Plus Passion Project is about featuring people who make the world a better place by their contributions to it and by being part of it. It's a combination of how I get to know people that I connect with on social media. I like to make real friendships, not just connections in my friends list and I end up with these 20,000 people I don't even know, but I still wish them happy birthday because you're supposed to for algorithmic purposes. Uh, and what's, what's really cool about this is it gives me a chance to reconnect with people I've met along the way. Uh, Tino Jason, who you see right here on the screen, if you're watching the video version, is somebody I met when he and I were uh, co-competitors in the December 2020 Ultimate Speaker Competition here in Las Vegas. Uh, really, really righteous dude. Uh, love this guy. He and I have been in touch since. And uh, we were just chatting the other day, and we thought, you know what, let's, let's hook it up. Let's see what's going on here. So that's what we're going to do now. Let me tell you just a little bit about him. He is actually a very, very um, diverse person. You can read the full thing on our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com, but I'll hit some of the highlights. Jason Tino, successful business owner. He's He owns Flawless Evolutions with a Z, which is an auto shop based in Las Vegas, Nevada. He's done that for about 10 years. Among his other creations are our Daily Dose of Tea, which is a motivational business, enjoying your life and appreciating everything. So as a business and motivational speaker, Jason knows that no matter what your idea is, how you share it in the world online is what turns it into a business or successful creative project. Uh, despite having no formal education, Jason rose from working the auto body shop to owning it. And his success, he believes, is the result of just good old-fashioned hustle and being willing to work hard. So he stepped into his current business rules as a result of trial and error and being willing to fail fast and fail hard. Goodness gracious, this sounds like a section of my book. So uh, so uh, let's uh, say hello to Jason. Welcome aboard. It's so great to have you here. Nice seeing you again, Adam. How are you, man? Absolutely. Now, uh, you go online as Tino Jason, and I'm calling you Jason. Uh, which order is it? I just go by Tino, man. You're good. 
All right. Well, you know what? We're going to call you Tino for the rest of this first of our go. time together. There, there we go. I was uh, I was pulling his bio from something you gave us, and uh, you know, it's it, it's really cool. So we're just going to go by Tino because that's how I've always known you since the very beginning. All right. First question. In your own words, how do you make the world a better place for your clients and the community at large? I fulfill a childhood dream, man. Uh, my customers come to me for for wanting that car that they longed for when they were little kids. My, most of my yeah. customers want that 69 Camaro, that 72 Chevelle. And it the joy that they get when they leave my shop is ridiculous. I mean, I used to do regular cars all the time. And it's not the same thing. You have a person that brings you a car to get it repaired. They're not really smiling. You know what I mean? Right. And if you try to do the job fast, there's usually a lot of flaws. My customers now want quality. So everything I do is very meticulous. And I want my customers so far have been able to do it, to see almost tears come out of their eyes, which I love. Man, it means I did my job mm-hmm. right. Everybody's super happy. Yeah. So I, uh, I fulfill childhood dreams, man. Awesome. 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 So what is it that you actually do in your own words? I restore, repair, and fabricate cars. I do a lot of art stuff to the cars as well. Um, uh-huh. We make, we, if you bring us in for a restoration from the ground up, the only thing we don't do is upholstery, engine work, okay. um, suspension, paint, body. Everything gets taken down to bare metal, done the right way. We also yeah. fabricate parts for cars that don't exist anymore. There's okay. a lot of things in, in my in my field where they want it the exact same way and you can't get things like that anymore. So if somebody yeah. has to make it, so we do fabricate parts as well. Yeah, yeah. So when I do get my next third generation Camaro and I decide I want to do a few things with it, I'll probably drive it up your place. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, one of the things I'm looking forward to is uh, getting a stock 1992 25th anniversary Z28. I want a purple one. Ooh. Because my, because my first Camaro, uh, my 88 Camaro that I had when I was in college was red, but I wanted a purple one. And uh, I had a system in that thing that was worth more than the car itself. I believe it. Yeah, I, I, I bought I bought it with the idea that I, you know, I had driven that type of Camaro and uh, you know in the Firebird Trans Ams that were also part of the F Body series. I just loved the feel of what it felt like behind the wheel. Of that thing, it felt like it was sculpted for me, and yeah. uh, I liked the handling. I liked candidly the looks I got with it, even though at that point we were already into the fourth generation of the F Body. But uh, and, but my plan was uh, what I really wanted was a system car, so folks found it a little bit weird when I picked up my 88 and I brought her home and their first question is where's the t-tops now you and I both know that t-tops no longer exist for a reason and my reason at the time was real simple (laughs) I couldn't have that happening so when people are considering working with you what are some of the frequently asked questions they have so is it as fast as the TV shows is one that I get a lot. That, I, thought yeah. that one was, I didn't think that one would be one of those, but is it as fast as the TV shows is one. Um, can you tell me what my car is worth? That's the other one. I have no yeah. idea. And I pay people to come and do the cars that I send to the auctions. I pay people to come tell me what the cars are worth. I have no idea what they're worth. Yeah. And uh, how long will it take? I honestly have no clue. I, I, I can give you an estimate. It could be a hundred hours. It could be 150 hours, but 
you could have moldings that are rusted in, bolts mm-hmm. that are rusted shut. I, you never know if there's, and this happened, there was a patch job, patch job done with a cardboard box and Bondo. Oh, my God. So, I mean, you imagine, like, yeah, I quoted you 100, but it's going to be 150, or it's going to be another 50 hours on top of that because this is a giant hole, and i got to recreate your entire panel. So Wow. It's just how long will it take is really hard. The average, a good average estimate is between 100 and 200 hours. I know that makes sense. That makes sense for a full resto. Yeah. What are a few questions you wish people would ask? What processes do you recommend? Everybody comes in thinking that they know everything because they watched uh, freaking some show on TV. Yeah. And they tell me exactly how they want to do their car, and it might not need that whole process. You might not need to take it down to bare metal because I can see it's only been painted one time, and, uh-huh. and the project was done very, very well. Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but one would be, uh, what processes do you recommend? Let me figure out what you need for your vehicle. You came to me for a reason. If not, you would have done it yourself, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. One way or the other. Or they would have found somebody who they could pay $10 an hour to and just uh, direct them. That. And, and the other one would be, why is your process different? I mean, I'm definitely more expensive than the average body shop because I'm not yep. an average body shop. I'm specializing in these vehicles. If you took one of these vehicles to the average body shop, they tell you it'll be done in three months and it won't be done in two years because – the same type of person who works in the field of repair can't make money in the field of restoration because they don't pay the same. You They're also pay. way two different things. I mean, well, I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, my car got hit. My car got like uh, not quite T-bone, but hit hard from the side in an intersection last year. That went to a standard repair shop because we were talking about uh, pulling the panel off and pop, 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 putting it back yeah. with a little yeah. bit of filler. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's a lot different from. It would, it, you know, that's a 2020 Mazda 6 Touring Edition. Now, if I brought you like a classic Mazda from like 1979, we're talking about a different project to get that bad boy. Yeah. You don't even know what's underneath, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. Like, like if I brought you an old RX 7 or something like that, we're yeah. talking about a different animal. Yeah. So, now we're going to shift gears here for a moment for the second half and uh, ask a few questions that help our listeners get to see a bit more about Tino the man. Okay. Now, first of all, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? You know what? I didn't know this was a thing until recently. All right. Because I'm going to you're going to say, nah, I don't believe it. And this is everybody, not, not just people who know me, people who don't know me. Yeah. I used to be very, very, very fat in high school. Okay. I used to weigh 231 pounds with a waist size of a 42. I used to be unbelievable. I used to be unbelievably skinny. We all change. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, so that, that that one would be the biggest one. It was a huge transformation. It was it was over three months. It wasn't done the right way, but I was just sick and tired of being called fat, man. Uh huh. I mean, uh, it's on my list of self development goals to. Uh, to restore this engine and i'm getting there i'm getting there it's just a stepwise process uh because i plan to do it see when i do things i like to get them done fast i'm gonna be looking for a fast way to get it done which means i'm gonna be all in which could potentially take energy and bandwidth away from other things because i don't want to take two years i won't take two months uh so that's just what people need to recognize is i will get there when i have a few other things worked out and i'm real close to having those things worked out but it's just my process 
That's awesome. Yeah. Well, if you ever need some help or anything, or you want to talk about getting it better, you need a workout partner for the day. All right, man. I'll keep in mind. Keep in mind. So uh, what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? I honestly have this huge thing that I read to myself every single – it's not a huge thing. It's a poem uh-huh. by uh, uh, Ralph uh, Waldo Emerson. But right. uh, it pretty much states everything that I want. To put it short, I want people to remember that I laughed often. Uh, I appreciated everything, and I found beauty everywhere. I want to be judged by the way that I lived. I don't want people to sit there and just say nice – I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss – nice things about me. Oh, no oh, you, you want to say the good shit. There you go. Yeah, I want, you're allowed on here. Well, you know what? I want people to say the real shit. I don't want people to just the say real the shit. guy because they wanted to say it and, I'm, and, and whatever, you know, where I am, where I am. I want uh-huh. them to really believe it. I want them to give me a story, not just, he was a good person. I want people to share uh-huh. their stories because I love to give people that. I love to help. I love doing things for people. And I've been put in a situation where I can do more of it now than I was, yep. I was before. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, next thing is if you could go back and change anything that you've done, anything that's happened, anything you've experienced, what would it be and why? I've actually thought about this question a lot. I used to do Toastmasters uh-huh. and it was in my, uh, my icebreaker speech. So yeah, to be 100% honest, the most I would do if I went back is give myself a little hug or a really big hug. Uh-huh. And tell myself that I'm going to be in for a lot of shit and it's going to be okay because when you reach the moment when you figured it out, you'll have an awesome family, kids, wife. You'll be not exactly where you want it to be, but definitely a lot better than you thought you were going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, if you could meet, if you could go back and, uh, you know. What famous person, if you could meet them, alive or dead, would you like to connect with? And what question would you have for them if you had the opportunity? So this one's twofold. I read a lot of history, man. Um, Oh, me too. Me too. Awesome. So one of my favorite people from history is Theodore Roosevelt. Yes. Yes. And I couldn't think of one thing to ask that man because that man reminds me so much of me. We would probably just wrestle in the White House. (laughs) And and I would ask him for advice, honestly. So the person that I would say if I could go back and meet would be George Washington. Okay. And the reason I would want to talk to him is that's a lot of shit to endure and keep going and – yeah. A lot of people don't know that he paid for most of that war himself, especially the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was privately funded. And yeah. and, uh, he, and uh, there, I've read somewhere that he essentially bought his commission by paying for the revolution. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, to be given uh, raggedy soldiers, I mean, some of us didn't even have shoes, which, which is like uh-huh. reading the story of our history is ridiculous. What we were able to do with absolutely nothing nothing oh i know i know so george washington would definitely be 100 percent the person i would want to go back and just ask him what drove him to keep going after everything that he endured yeah absolutely so the final question and uh you have an invitation for audience i'm going to share that on your behalf but i'm going to ask you in general 
when we're done with this in about a minute or so, what is one thing you would urge our listeners to do? Smile, man. I know it sounds cheesy. Uh, I, I invented this routine. I was going through a, a lot of stuff. I had actually was about to go through my third nervous breakdown. And uh, I developed this routine of walking into a, a grocery store and just faking a smile and talking to everybody there until I left with a real one. Yeah. And you never know who needs to see that smile or say that good morning because uh, I know I've been told a lot of times that people have needed it. So smile and uh, take your daily dose of tea. Enjoy your life. Appreciate everything and take some time for yourself. Not in that order because that doesn't spell tea, but you know what it is. I got you. I got you all the way. So uh, there's a couple things I encourage people to do. First of all, it, whether you're in Las Vegas or even uh, if you could ship your car here, check out FlawlessEvolutions.com. That's Tino's shop. It's right here in Las Vegas. And you can see some examples of some of the cars they've done, some of the restorations. You can get a sense for their style and their process. If you have a car you're thinking about having restored or you're thinking maybe one of these days, maybe one of these days, you're already thinking ahead to, what am I going to do with this with this barn find and uh, get that bad boy on the road? This is where you go. And for as you can also see, Tino is a very motivational person. So he happens to be a motivational speaker. He's a trainer and he's a mentor. So if you go to this site at letsengage.com, so it's www.letsengage.com forward slash talent forward slash Jason hyphen Tino. Check that out as well. Both the links are on our website. Just go down to the website section. You'll see it. And if you, like me, feel that uh, Tino's just a really cool guy, you'll also see links to his social media. Just reach out to him. Send him a quick note that says you heard him on the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, just so he knows you're not a random, you're not a copy spammer or anything like that. Just say, yo, man, caught you on Brilliance Plus Passion Awesome episode. Want to connect. And uh, he'll connect with you. So with that, Tino, Jason, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh,